Hey, everybody. What's up, hello? Wow. Welcome back to the Oopsie Baby podcast. Actually, do you know what we should do? We should actually say, like, an interesting hello word. That's not what it's called altogether. <laughs> a greeting. Yeah. Because he started it off weird the last time, so I feel like it should Awe. be a tradition. Spells Awe. It's hello. In what language? Afrikaans. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Liam lived in South Africa for a good few years, so... Uh, Awe. Awe, everybody. Welcome back. I think I already said that. Shout out to all the hamsters. Hamsters? Hamsters. What does that mean? It's like gangsters. So today we're giving you a lesson on Afrikaans. How to communicate in Afrikaans. No, we're not. That's a joke. Um, so there was a bit of a change of plan this week. I was supposed to record a podcast with my friend Sarah, but I got kind of fluey this week, so I thought it'd be best not to risk getting her and her daughter sick. Oh, we're here with Ellie as well. Do you want to say hi? No? You don't touch the mic? Careful. <laughs> Go. No? Not feeling it? Yeah, so um, instead of recording with Sarah, I'll be doing that next week. And today we'll be discussing something that's actually quite an important topic. Um, a lot of it will be discussing from the point of view of a partnership. As obviously, you know, I'm not a single parent, so I can't explain that side of things to you guys. But some of it will be relevant also to all y'all single parents out there. Um, so, yeah today we're going to talk about decision making um because as you know when you have a baby before you have a baby when you see those two lines that we were talking about last week the first thing you know that's going to happen is that there is going to be a lot of decision making happening not just easy decisions or light decisions or low impact decisions but some heavy ass decisions life changing life changing decisions first decision do i keep the baby do i have an abortion we kept the baby which means you have to make a whole lot of other decisions these decisions range from you know what am i going to name the baby you know what religion am i going to raise the baby in if you are going to yeah um what school am i going to send them to what country am i going to raise them in like the list is endless you soother, brother. Yeah. Yeah. It's sleepy time, isn't it? Oh, so weak. Somebody's been refusing to nap today, so it's been an interesting one. And it hasn't been me. Are you sure? This is what you call your daily dose of contraception. That's a very bad when in doubt, whip it out. <laughs> wow. But I want to explain that for those who aren't here. Um, yeah, choice with breastfeeding. Soother au naturel. 
Anyway, back to what we were saying. Um, yeah, let's talk a bit about decision making. So, I think for us as a partnership, the biggest thing is compromise. So, did you want to talk a bit about kind of <coughs> compromise? I'll start that again. That was kind of really bad. Yeah, so the first thing we'll talk about is, is compromise. Right? As a couple, obviously, you know, we're two different people. Yep. There's always going to be difference of opinions in one regard or another. Um, and like if we take our situation, we found out that we were going to have a baby. We were in Canada. So there was a whole part of decisions that needed to be made in regards to are we staying in Canada? Okay, if we stay, well, how do we go about not paying 10 million quadrillion dollars to have a baby? Yeah, I think as well, uh, for us, what we found very helpful was, you know, talking about the pros and cons of each Yeah, that's literally what decision. we did. We, it's what we did, yeah. We wrote out, right, if we stay, this is the pros and cons. If we head back to Ireland... These are pros and cons. And then taking each of our own opinions. At the start, Liam didn't want to move back. No. Um, eventually, after extensive discussions and lists and everything, we eventually decided that yeah, yeah, it, it was, was the best thing. It was a decision that the best thing for not only the two of us, but the three of us, was to move back. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's just one of the many big decisions that we had to make in this past year since we found out about Elia. Well, since last September. Um, and that's the thing. Uh, most of the decisions we have agreed on and the ones we haven't, we've had to reach a compromise. Give a few examples. Of a compromise? Yeah. Well, for example... I can't think of anything. Um, you put me on the spot now. Well, I don't, yeah. For example, moving home. You were completely yeah. opposed to it at the yeah. start. Initially, I like that's a good example. It was a big oh hell no, but I think that was mainly because I hadn't kind of dealt with the situation. I hadn't come to terms with okay, I'm actually going to have a little human I have to mind. Yeah, you didn't understand. Neither no, of us no, understood no, it. Neither of us did. We were just trying to grasp a concept that we were never going to fathom until she was born. But we tried. Um, and failed. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> numerous times. But that was a compromise we had to reach. I think eventually you saw that that was the best decision. And you were you listened to my points. Um, and that's how we reached that conclusion. And actually... It was kind of the same for when we wanted to move over. We didn't know when we wanted to move back. Uh, we ended up agreeing that it would be better to move back sooner rather than later. Before Christmas. Yeah, because at the start you wanted to push it out as much as possible. Yeah, I wanted to wait till the new year. Um, But that didn't really make sense because we would have just been paying extra rent and, you know, spending more money. And the flights in the new year were actually more expensive, so yeah. we also kind of decided. A small window, end of November, early December. Yeah. Kind of, the flights were cheaper, and it was also good timing because 
then we actually had the perfect notice. I think we only gave a month. A month. That's all like you need to give. Yeah, Legally. but like we we only decided mm-hmm. a month before we left. Yeah, that we were leaving. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, I think that's a good few examples there. Um, now that there's plenty more because when you're a parent, your day to day is decision making. Yeah. Am I gonna let them cry? Am I gonna pick them up? Will I feed them solids now, or will I let them nap first? Um, will I breastfeed or bottle feed? Will I? Will we? I suppose. I suppose is really the correct term. Or will I? If you're a single parent, um, but there's just the decisions are endless. There is no end to the decisions, um, and it is. It's very important. You have to consider the impact of the decision you're making because not only does it have repercussions in that moment but you are also affecting something that may play out in the lines in 5, 10, 15 You're years. forming a human. Yeah. You are forming this right. human's brain basically. For example, we both agreed that we didn't want to baptise Elliot. Yeah. Um, and now that could have an impact possibly on schooling for her because we quite live a lot in of Ireland. Irish schools are quite religious um, Roman Catholic schools. So you go to school. Um, actually, you probably should talk about this since I went to school in yeah. Ireland. <laughs> um, yeah, this is well. Before we move on to the next topic, though, I would like to say about compromise, which also applies in religion. Of course, it applies in every situation. But I think in making any decision at all, it's so important to hear the other person out. <clears throat> and not get aggressive about your own opinion and not well, that's, overrule, that's I suppose. Just, you need, well, in any relationship, if you have a kid or not. Yeah, no, 100%. Strong, if you don't have strong communication skills, you don't know what's going on in your relationship. Like, you're you're just. I 100% you're in the dark. agree. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah, like 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the whole religious aspect, um, just to give you a bit of a insight into what school was like in Ireland. I, I'm sure it's probably... Mm-hmm. No, some of them have changed. It's not as religious as it was before. Well, no, but like um, even in, in like the past 10 years, it's gotten less and less. And I think year by year... It's decreasing. Religion, yeah. But basically, when I was in school, um, I went to a very small school in Dublin. And, you know, we went into school, we prayed in the morning. Then you'd pray before you had your little break, after you had your snack. So before and after you ate both times because you had your little break and your big break. So you had your snack and your lunch. And we prayed before we'd go home. Everything was very religious. Um, From like even if you said to your teacher, oh, I had a nightmare last night, they'd be like, oh, well, then you should pray. That'll stop your nightmares. Or like it was the solving every problem was by praying. Now... I also want to say, if you're a religious person, that's fine. Yeah, that's your own decision. I I personally still find comfort in praying sometimes because it was so ingrained in me. I don't really practice religion anymore, but I, I do believe that there is some sort of God above and I'm not too sure what my opinions are. But I still find comfort in praying and a lot of people do. And I think, you know, it's good to have that corner to turn to, I suppose. Um. But it's just very forced upon you in Ireland, is my opinion. And 
we didn't want that for Elia. No. Um, and because we didn't want that for Elia is why we chose not to baptize her. If she wants to get baptized when she's in school, before, like, when everyone's making their first Holy Communion, if she's like, oh, I want to make it too, well, then we'll baptize her. I want that cash dollar. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe. Maybe for religious reasons. I don't know. But she's 100% allowed to do that if she wants. Yeah, like... It's like if she wakes up one day when she's 13 and she's like, I want to read the Quran and I want to become a Muslim. Yeah. That's her decision, you know, yeah. like, we will let she's her just, explore that. She's just not allowed to spoil her, so. Wow. <clears throat> Thanks very much, Lee. Liam's a Newcastle supporter. My family support Arsenal. And Elliot's a Newcastle supporter. Well, get mad in there. We don't know that yet. Do but, uh, I think we do. Talking about religion, actually, I actually find it quite interesting how much your family tries to impact that decision. Like, well, uh, Liam's family haven't been very forceful, and most of my family haven't, but there has been a couple of members in particular. I won't mention any names or anything because I don't think it's fair to call people out. But uh, there's been a couple of people who have been very forceful and, you know, very disrespectful in the decisions that we have made for our child, as if they know better than we do what we want for her. I think that happens not just in the religious aspect of decision making. But any decision. Any decision. There's people that will scorn you for, like, the smallest decision you might make. Oh. And like that applies for everything. It doesn't matter if you have a kid or not. Like oh. you could say, yeah. Oh, I'm quitting my job and I want to become a ballerina. It doesn't matter. Like people are gonna be like, Why are you doing that? You do a great job or whatever. Like, no, just do what you wanna do. Follow your gut, like Yeah, hundred percent. But like I think it's very important at the end of the day, it is your child. You know what's best for your child. You know your child better than anyone else does. You're with them 24-7. You've been with them since the day they were born. If you've adopted, you've been with them since the day you adopted them. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's your good instinct that you should be trusting and not listening to anyone. It doesn't matter if it's your parents or your grandparents or anyone. And I think a lot of people end up making decisions for their children because of guilt. Happy. 100% and I think the pressure that people put on like some family members is unfair like your parents should support you they shouldn't guilt you into anything or force you into making any decisions for your child that you don't want to make do you know what I mean and um, that goes for everything like if you want to send your child to a particular school and your parents don't agree like say you wanted to send your child to a public school but your parents wanted you to send them to a private school it's your decision whether you want to send them to public or private school and you should stick to the decision that you make you shouldn't change your mind because someone else is pushing you in the other direction and then maybe even after that decision you're like oh well I don't know about that well then you've at least made that decision you know what has happened you know the repercussions from it and you learn from it like but you don't you don't feel remorse or guilt or anything because you made a decision that someone else didn't agree with no you need to make the decision that makes you happy and you think is the best decision for your kid or even for yourself 100% um well a lot of these things that we're talking about today decision making in life there's so many decisions that you have to make for yourself 
the difference obviously when you have a kid is that that decision isn't just affecting you it's affecting your kid and as we were saying earlier it's forming them as a person you know so it, it is very important to really think through what you're doing and it's hard especially i mean every society has different pressures you know every corner of the world has different pressures and no matter where you go someone's going to disagree with what you're doing and think that it's the completely wrong thing to do yeah and you're gonna see that everywhere and when it comes to parenting i don't know about everyone else but uh i read so much about parenting like i wing it and just chicken wing it like i think honestly like i have a strong belief in listening to your gut and sticking to it and if that means it's going to make someone else unhappy that decision that you've made it doesn't matter because you're you've got to live your life you've got to figure out what's the right decision and you may make the wrong decision and then in retrospect you'll be like ah crap yeah maybe i should have listened to billy bob about that yeah but but you won't know yeah, you won't know you need unless to make you make it. that decision like but i think there is some things that are it's especially when it comes to parenting it's good to be informed about like you yeah. can't just wing everything in life don't make that face <laughs> nobody can see you you fool ow liam i don't want your dirty socks on me funny aren't you anyways and um, back to what we were saying is yeah i read an awful lot um about different parenting methods if i have any doubt about anything and i know this is the worst thing you can do i go straight to google like webmd i wouldn't have known about the four month sleep regression if i hadn't have gone on to google why is my three and a half month old not sleeping the four month sleep regression hell on earth death for all parents no it's not four month sleep regression she's thinking about some tesla cybertruck what she's excited she can't sleep she's like oh my god it's so cool oh my god Leo. <laughs> your obsession with tesla is just unhealthy it's unhealthy stop playing with the noodles stop playing with noodles yeah are you playing with i was putting cloves in my lemon in my hot toddy hot toddy <laughs> nobody's gonna know what that is it's a uh, jemison with a slice of lemon and in each of the wedges in the lemon you put one whole clove and then you boil the kettle pour in hot water and if you like it a bit sweeter you put in a tablespoon of brown a tablespoon teaspoon <laughs> well you can put it in a tablespoon <laughs> if you want that tablespoon <laughs> scoon <laughs> spoon you um, go for that and then you mix it all together and you drink it and it's the best it's like, and apparently it's very good for colds yeah and it's but it tastes amazing bleh. Disgusting. No. Disgusting. Back to uh, the podcast. I can't even remember. Oh yeah. I, so I read a lot on the internet. I read a lot about different parenting methods. Read I, a lot about everything. Except yeah. The news. Yeah, I don't like reading the news. But, you know, everyone's going to have an opinion. There's this saying, and I'm sorry, I'm going to curse on this, but there's a saying that says opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. <laughs> And it's honestly just so true. 
So ignore everyone else's decisions for your life and you make those decisions yourself because you just can't please everyone. No, you're going to encounter people in life that you're never going to please and that's just life. Yeah, 100%. And when it comes to your kids, you want to do what you want to do with them. Yeah. And that's it. And And if you have to say, do you want to raise my child for me? Then that's what you say. (laughs) Like, I've had, honestly... And I'll talk about this later actually I'm, I'm going to finish addressing what I was addressing <laughs> I'm so all over the place when I talk about stuff One thing leads to another But back to what I was saying about reading stuff online And all of that I also bought the contented baby before Elio was born I had heard Mixed reviews from it but a lot of people were like Oh my god this is the best thing ever Like buy this it's amazing Why are you Playing with little mini Alan Shearer He's my friend Oh my goodness Anyway, back to my point again. I just keep getting interrupted, guys. He just doesn't respect me when I talk. That's not how you compromise or debate. (gasps) What? Stop moving your hand like that. I'm not rambling, okay? I'm just trying to explain a point (laughs) and I keep getting distracted. One could call that rambling. (sighs) Okay, I'm back. (laughs) I'm back. I'm ready to explain my point. If you haven't clicked out of this yet, fair fair play play to you because I'm a pain. But yeah, back to the contented baby. I don't agree with half of the stuff that it says on there. There's some good breastfeeding tips actually, but like, I mean, I don't want to be told how to live my life hour by hour. What? You don't? Like, it's a bit ridiculous. Like, it even tells you when to shower and stuff. Like, it's crazy. What? It's like way crazy. Yeah, no, it's insane. So, you can't say that. Oh, well, it did, so... I'm going to have to blur that out now. Build a bridge. Get over it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I thought the book was a pile of shite. In other words. You can't say that. Oh. Sod off. (laughs) (laughs) Sod off, (laughs) you little Teletubby. Okay. Insert sad face that Liam's making right now. No, but seriously, like, and that's one of the prime examples. There's a lot of controversy on the contented baby method. There's a lot of controversy on the cried out method, the Ferber cried out. Uh, there's so many, so many different things to do. Personally, I don't like to let my baby cry. You know, if she's crying, she barely cries. So when she's crying. I know there's something wrong with her and actually now she has started to cry for attention but I know when it's a cry for attention yeah you can tell like if you know your kid you know when they're being a little messy and you know when they're in pain or there's something wrong because there is is you can tell between the cry of okay crap there's something wrong with me and hey mom hey dad gives a cuddle yeah and like i think as well a lot of the time we forget babies need comfort yeah you know and there's studies on how good touch and cuddles and love is for their development you know and i think your kid's only going to be small for a short period of time yeah you're never going to get back baby cuddles no (laughs) just do it just Enjoy it. I mean, I cuddled Elia for the first two months 
straight five months well yeah <laughs> but after that like once they hit about three months they're kind of more independent not, in a yeah, way yeah. like every month she becomes more in every week she becomes more independent like this week now she's rolling both ways and trying to crawl away from me and like she just wants to grab everything she can and she doesn't want anything to do with me sometimes she's just like mom i don't want to cuddle right now i want to explore and that's great you know but like she never sleeps on my chest anymore no. couldn't get her to sleep on my chest if i tried now right now she is asleep in my arms and it's the best thing ever but there will come a day where she won't do that anymore either <laughs> i mean i've never seen a 20 year old fall asleep in their parents arms um I'm trying to think if i have no oh wow i think about it mm-hmm. i think about it but it's like that with everything like you know make your decision don't let anyone say oh that's really bad like dummies for example soothers whatever you want pacifiers whatever you want to call them we call it a soother uh elliot takes a soother lots of babies take a soother lots of people are against soothers lots of people are for soothers it's it's your decision it doesn't matter whether you give your child a soother or not do you ever see kids going to school with a soother no do you ever see adults walking around with soothers? No. They will eventually not just, have a soother. Just a jewel. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, do you know, it's it's not going to last forever. And like, those decisions, if it's going to make your life easier, why wouldn't you do it? And if it makes your kid happy. And if it makes your kid happier, of course. Like, being a parent is hard enough. You don't need to be dealing with everyone else's baggage on top of that. Like... I wouldn't say baggage, I'd call it bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit, that's what it is. Baggage is a very, very, very light word. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that some people just spew. I'm trying hot to keep air. it PG, guys. I'm just trying to keep it PG. Hot air is grand. So, the next thing I actually really want to talk about, and no, this will probably. I'm probably gonna get very angry talking about this i'm sorry guys but the next thing i want to talk about is strangers opinions because this is the topic that i think as a young parent drives me mad. it's completely different to when you're an older parent drives me i mean bananas. it seems that if you're a young parent every tom dick and harry has an opinion on how to raise your child and of course they know better because what are you little 20 year old Timmy going to know about raising a baby? Or 15 year old Delilah or whoever. It doesn't matter how young you are or how old you are. You may as well be 12. Yeah, the way they speak you to you. You don't look 30. You're 12. <laughs> like, I have had a lot, a lot of strangers comments. And nothing annoys me more than someone judging me because of my age. And I think it's the same for oh, you. Oh yeah, like even in the hospital you've gotten looks like of almost pity and like oh I feel sorry for them and all this they're awfully young to be having a kid well Delilah 48's a bit old to be pushing out your first one isn't it I don't understand why anyone has to have an opinion if like, you want to do that so go what? ahead that's your life like I don't give a crap what you do is it going to be harder for you yes biologically you know now I'm more is, apt than you are so now is when you were supposed to and are supposed to yeah i actually i remember when i went to one of the in ireland you have free classes in the hospital kind of like they just teach you about basics about you know looking after a baby and yeah the basics basically and also birth and the stages of birth and 
all of the fun stuff to look you know the breastfeeding class is separate if you want to go but yeah i went to that one as well but basically it's a, like a three-week workshop so it's one day a week for three hours a day two hours a day no i think it was three hmm, i can't remember anyway uh this lady was there she was 48 having her first kid and uh <laughs> i was walking out to pee because when you're pregnant that's all you ever need to do is pee all the time and she said to me, oh, it's funny. People are probably looking at you the same way they're looking at me. <laughs> because I was 20 and she was tw- uh, 48. So there you go. And it's crazy that there was 28 years between us. Like, it's an insane age difference. But she was very right about that. But when you're young, it just seems that everyone's going to have an opinion on what your what decision you made. From how you dress your baby to how you raise your baby to what religion you make your baby everything like i've had strangers no joke this lady walked up to me one day and i was elia was in the buggy and i was just walking around and i'd stopped to put something in the basket at the bottom and uh welcome to me i'm glad to see you're so entertained by me just checking the footballs <laughs> anyway uh she came up and she was like oh your son's absolutely beautiful and i was like oh thank you but it's a girl <laughs> like it's my daughter um and then she goes oh you're very brave dressing her in blue now i have bought boy clothes for Ellie. i have no shame in it i think yeah. she can wear whatever um, some class clothes like dinosaurs it doesn't matter like i uh, but that day in particular she was wearing a light blue vest like a long sleeve vest because it was the summer and it had a rainbow on it um and it said like i don't know something like sparkle under the rainbow i don't know some unicorn thing uh, and it, it was quite girly i mean if you want to dress your boy in that fine but it was in the girl section what does it even but matter? it doesn't matter but this lady you know was judging me for the way that i dressed my child and saying that i was very brave in dressing her in blue like it was crazy i didn't even know what to say to her she was <laughs> And that's just a minor example. Another lady once, I was uh, in the queue paying for something in pennies. And she was behind me. And Elia always smiles at strangers. Like, I don't know why. She just smiles at everyone. She's such a happy little chappy. She's a smiley baby. And uh, I had her over my shoulder. And I was just pushing the pram with the other hand. And she started smiling at this lady. And then the lady turned around and goes to me, Oh, your baby needs needs to be fed. She's hungry. <laughs> I was like I just fed her because I literally just fed her like 10 minutes beforehand or whatever I just how do you know if my baby needs to be fed so after she said that to me and I replied she goes to me oh well then she must be tired (laughs) I was like no she's not tired I fed her when she woke up from her nap like sorry how do you know that my child is tired or hungry or that there's anything wrong with them at all like I don't know if that's just an Irish thing that people do that, but like, I wonder if you're not from Ireland and you happen to listen to this podcast and you're a young parent, please let me know if these things happen to you because I would love to hear. I would love to hear it. I would never do that to someone. I wouldn't go up and be like, "Oh, it looks like, oh my god, did your baby just take a crap? Oh, oh, they look really hungry. You don't feed them enough. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are you a boy wearing a girl's t-shirt? Like, if you did that to an adult, everyone would get offended. Should you do it to a baby? Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, ay, 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 ay. 
fuck you do. That's just the way people are. Irish boomers. The worst. Wow, <laughs> Irish boomers. It's not just them though, it's people of all ages. Yeah. I also once had a lady walk up to me and say to me, oh, God bless you, you're so young to have a, dep- a kid. <laughs> I just laughed at her face. <laughs> no what to say. No, I really do wonder if that's just an Irish thing. Oh, I don't think so. But, yeah, they, they really do. Like, have you had anyone come up to you about your decisions with anything? Um, not that I can think of. I don't think anyone would really come up to me and be like, oh, what are you doing? Well, like, it happened to me in the hospital as well a few times with decisions that I'd made. Um, what? Oh, just look at the, the pop filter or something. <sighs> yes, lick it. That will really help it. You're actually disgusting. Is that like some ASMR or something? Mm, probably. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, bizarre. Like When we moved back from Canada, I decided to go to the doctor straight away. And after that, when I ended up having to go to the hospital before my GP, which is general practitioner, my doctor had sent my file off to the hospital um, because I had really, really bad back cramps. And I think it was, I had pulled something in my back moving. Yeah, you did something. What was the, the nerve? My sciatica. There we go. Yeah, my sciatic you're nerve. Hepatic, but that's like the feedback from the PlayStation controller. Haptic. <laughs> Hep, hep, oh, I don't even know. Hepatic is something to do with your liver, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's haptic feedback. It's not hepatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. goodness. We're actually fooled. Anyway, I went into the hospital because I called and they said to come in. And your one started giving out to me. She was like, why did you only decide to notify us about your pregnancy now? And I was like, mate, I was in Canada. <laughs> yeah, what do we do? Hi, can I just FaceTime you real quick? Yeah, uh, I'm pregnant just in case you didn't know like because like i'm know, a big deal i'm, I'm a, a big podcast. deal i've got a facetime you to tell you i'm pregnant imagine no like it was ridiculous she started giving out to me i was like excuse me i was in canada thank you very much then she proceeded to say that i was 17 even though i told her i was 19 but whatever i mean apparently you know hey i look 17 if you're not 30 you're 12 literally like it's ridiculous but like it's just so ridiculous. Irish boomers, I'm telling you. Yeah. No, it's... I don't know. When people come up to me now, I honestly just... I don't even care anymore. I'm just like... No. See you later. Yeah, I don't care. I like, don't give up about your decisions. Well, your decisions, your opinions. <laughs> what do I even say? your decisions. I got decisions on the mind. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we'll finish it off with the the story time will finish it off with the lady that uh, I had gotten the elevator and I had Ellie in her carrier it was in the lady's carrier or Ellie's carrier obviously in Ellie's carrier oh. and she was in her coat and everything but I just hadn't put her hat on her yet because she overheats very easily so I said to myself I'll just put her hat on her when we get to the door like before we go outside so I got in the elevator and uh, this lady starts talking to me and she was like oh beautiful baby whatever yeah cool thanks uh, should she not Didn't be wearing a hat? You to tell me that she's beautiful. Like, sorry, 
Although I said, yes, I will put the hat on her when we get outside because she overheats very easily. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why, why do you have to tell me to put a hat on my baby? Like, sorry, it's not your anything to do with you. Who are you? No, like, exactly. <laughs> like, and, like, I see it all the time because Ellie overheats so easily. Like, people are always making comments about what she's wearing. It used to happen all the time in the summer, especially. You see people pushing their babies around, like, with three blankets on in summer. And, like, a snowsuit, a hat. And that's fine. Maybe that baby's comfortable in that. Yeah. But Ellie is not. Oh, no. She'd like, be she'd be screaming if that was the case. So we dress our baby how we know she likes to be dressed. We know when she's too hot. We know when she's too cold. So just let us do what we want to do. And I think we'll wrap it up today with maybe we'll just have a little chat about, you know, how making these decisions can affect your relationship. Well, yeah, you just have to, as we said earlier, communication. Yeah, communication is key. Communication and being honest with the person. Because if you're not going to be honest, you have a big decision coming up with, right, mate? There's going to be a little human that you're going to have to mind and gotta do something about that yeah it's one of those things that, I mean the topics that are gonna come up the decisions you're gonna have to make the challenges you're gonna face are gonna be big ones they're gonna be endless but not impossible not impossible you'll get through them very easily with some help blood, and sweat, love tears and, and blood pies. sweat tears <laughs> but uh no, oh, you'll get through them and you'll be fine. And no matter what decision you make, you can always change your mind if it's not the right one. Yep. If it is the right one, then go ahead and keep going. But just stick to your gut, stick to what you want. And, you know... Just, enjoy it. Yeah, like, enjoy it. Take in every minute. Yeah. Because, like, time flies when you're a kid. Oh, it's like, insane. Like, absolutely flies. Like, Elliot's going to be six months. On the 6th of December? Yeah. I know... What do you think? What do you think? It's insanity. And like... Oh. And I'm still in Division 9 in FIFA. That's just sad. I know. I mean... Shocking. This is really sad. Shocking. I feel sorry for you. Do you have a baby or something? Why don't you play more FIFA? Yep. <laughs> joke. <laughs> also, guys... If, you can't sound if you've made it shit. this far, <laughs> congratulations because. Oh, Elliot just woke up. Hello, Spot. She knew we were finishing, so she needed attention. Oh, well, actually, maybe I saw some footage of Steve. Oh, 100%. Well, mainly yours. But yeah, no, if you enjoyed this, please um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And follow us on Spotify. Is it following on Spotify that you do? Yeah, you follow on Spotify. Um, and then, yeah, try and put out an episode every Friday or Saturday. Uh, no, it's every Saturday. Thank you very much. Okay. We do episodes on Saturdays. Follow us on Instagram, Oopsie Baby Podcast. Um, if you want to be featured, like, it, well, not featured, that's not the right word. If you want to come, come on the podcast and have a chat and tell your story. You are more than welcome to do so, whether you're a couple or a single mom or a single dad or whoever you are. Doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. Just message me if you're near enough. You know, we can make it work. Yeah. 
Discord, Skype, all of those things. Yeah, or maybe we'll take an adventure. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, message me. Um, I would love to hear your story, and I would love to share your story on the Oopsie Baby podcast. So, peace out, guys. Have a good week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. I hope we didn't ramble too much. Mm, probably as much as last week. Probably. Yeah. Probably, it's like, gonna be a running theme. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, there's never gonna be. But like, I just think. And here's the rambling again. If you ever have a fluid conversation in your life, you don't you write down ramble. a list of topics no. and say, "I'm going to address this for five minutes, this for three, this for five again, and then we're gonna wrap it up with this." That's not how a conversation goes. Well, you also don't speak like that. Yeah, I don't know why I put on that voice. Okay. Peace. Goodbye.